Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, where we feature great interviews, inspiring stories, and candid conversations. So join us. Hey, this is Seawolf from the hit web series, Hey Shipwreck. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, SubmarineWife.com. Welcome to Navy Wife Radio and Military Life Radio. Today is August 4th, 2009. This is Wendy, and I'm here with Marla. Hey, Marla. Hey, Wendy. I'm so happy to be back. Are you happy to be back? (laughs) I know. It's been a while, hasn't it? (laughs) I know. We're enjoying summer, and we hope that you guys are enjoying it, too. And um, we have a lot to talk about tonight, so hang out with us. Um, We've got a couple guests for you. and, And plus, Marla's in... California, right? So we want to hear all about where you're at and what you're doing. So, yeah. So tonight on our show, just to tell everybody what we have coming up, um, we're going to share with you some funny stories, hopefully make you laugh if it's been a long day or a long deployment. And um, later in the show, our financial expert, financial coach, uh, June Walbert from USAA, is going to stop by and talk about, you know, the military spouse role as their, um, when it comes to managing your money and being the CFO of your house. And so she's going to give us some tips on, you know, living debt-free and uh, managing your finances. So if it's like your first deployment and you've never done the bills before, we've been there. We've been there. We, we can relate. So if you're sort of freaking out like, oh, my gosh, he's leaving and I got to figure out how to pay everything, we're going to – don't worry. We have some advice for you when it comes to that. Uh, and then if – um, you're wondering, like, how do you say no to that impulse buy? You know, how do you say no when you want that purse or that, I need it, <laughs> or whatever. We're going to talk about impulse buying and, and, and how to kind of, you know, check ourselves and try and live a little more simply and, and try and say no. And I know that's something we all um, can relate to. I think we can all. I don't know. Maybe I'm speaking for, I'm speaking for myself right now. <laughs> Um, so anyway, so that's coming up with June, and then um, the Navy right now is going through induction season for the new chiefs, and so if you're a new chief select spouse, uh, we want to talk to you for a little bit, and I have some stuff to share on that, and we want to say congratulations. Um, and then later, Erica, our military spouse, travel discount writer, guru person, she's going to stop by with her favorite mil- military discounts, plus our summer fun series, so we have a lot happening in a short period amount of time. Hey, Wendy, I can't get into the Yahoo. Can you try? Yeah, I can try. Yes. I can try. I will try. Our our Yahoo name is Navy Wife Radio, if you guys are on Yahoo. I guess that would lead us into my little spiel. Our show is always better with our listeners involved, so we invite you to sit back and join us for the next hour. Whether your husband is home, at sea, on duty, or deployed in the sand, we invite you to join our conversation. We want to remind you that if you're listening to us live, you can join our chat in the chat room by clicking the chat now button, or you can call into our show, or send us an IM at NavyWifeRadio at Yahoo.com. Just, we ask that you remember operational security. When doing so, please only give your name, your first name only. No discussion of ship, unit, or boat names. 
in con- or any names in conjunction with your command. Doing so ensures that you are keeping our husbands, your husband safe as well as ours. And that's, oh, we air every Tuesday night, well, almost every Tuesday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, and we encourage you to join us live at blogtalkradio.com slash Radio, or you can search for us in the Blog Talk Radio archives or via iTunes. Yes, and we just I just had somebody email me that said they found us on iTunes. And I was like, what? <laughs> I always wonder about that. I'm like, seriously, you found us on iTunes? That's kind of weird. I think that's how I, mean, I found the show the first time. I shouldn't say that's kind of weird because we talk about it all the time. <laughs> I guess I just think we're more of like a word of mouth kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but it seems like, you know, whenever I talk to people, it's always like, oh, yeah, my ombudsman told me, or oh, my girlfriend told me, or it was on our newsletter, or, you know, that kind of stuff. So, and, uh, so, yes, yeah, so if you're coming over from Twitter, I just posted a message over there. So if you're listening to us live, you know, like 90% of our listeners download our show from iTunes and from Blog Talk Radio, and that's awesome. We think that's cool, and, um, we are happy to have you listening to us in the archives on, on demand. But if you're listening to us live, like if you're on Twitter, you just got our message. We're welcoming you to the live version. And when you get to our page, you just click on the green chat button, and that takes you into the chat room. If you would like to join us in there, that would be great. So uh, I uh, tonight I'm trying to multitask. I am usually I'm a little bit better at this. I don't know. I don't know why tonight I'm a little bit off. So if there's a little bit of a delay and you hear me typing, it's because I'm answering. Uh, uh, <laughs> You're doing one of my like, jobs today, this, too. <laughs> <laughs> so bear with us. It's We're kind of rusty. We, that's what happens when you take a couple weeks off and hang out at <laughs> the beach and whatever. So, okay, um, what we're going to do is, Let's take a quick break, and then when we get back, we're going to share what we've been up to for the past couple weeks, share some funny stories. I have one to share, and uh, we're going to talk about the GI Bill benefits that just went into effect. We're going to talk about, like I said, chief induction season, uh, the um, our summer fun item that we have for you guys. So we have a lot coming up, and we're going to get started right after the break. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio. We'll be right back after the break. USAA salutes military spouses for your service and sacrifice on the home front. Whether it's preparing for deployment, having a baby, or making that next PCS move, we'll help you navigate through all the stages of military life. We've served families like yours for more than 84 years, and we can help you achieve your financial goals. Log on to USAA.com for a free financial assessment. Or call USAA's Financial Advice Center at 877-806-5033 for advice on everything from credit cards to life insurance. USAA means United Services Automobile Association and its affiliates. Financial advice provided by USAA Financial Advisors Incorporated, a registered broker-dealer. Log on to USAA.com or call us toll-free 1-877-806-5033. USAA. We know what it means to serve. <laughs> I'm so confused. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> I, if you 
guys <laughs> just see the behind the scenes. We, <laughs> we would make Ryan Seacrest proud. Him and his <laughs> staff of 20. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so, Marla, let's – I want to hear where you're at, what you're doing, and and have you had an In-N-Out burger yet? I want to hear all of it. What's going on? <laughs> I have not had an In-N-Out burger as of yet. Um, I've only been here since Wednesday, and let me tell you, traveling with two small children on an airline that doesn't have movies and with an injury is quite entertaining. We'll put it that way, quite entertaining. Didn't you leave like um, a Yes, I left at like 4 a.m. and um, we flew all day. We pulled, we flew well, what seemed like all day because I came from the East Coast. So I got here at 10:45, which for me would have been like almost two o'clock. Um, and so yeah, I'm listening. <laughs> it was <laughs> sorry. <laughs> It was rather entertaining. Um, the kids did so good, which I was freaking out. But I, um, where are you? I, I'm in California. I'm in Orange County, California, um, just about 20 minutes from Disneyland, which I have been to Disneyland three times already. Have you really? And, yes, I have. I love the whole. I've never been to Disneyland, but I love Disney World. Um, but uh, yeah, we've been three times. Um, we, um, we flew in on Wednesday and then got settled and then we went on Thursday and then again on Friday and then again on Sunday and now it is Tuesday and we're probably going to go again tomorrow. So, um. I go again tomorrow. So do you have some sort of like, like pass or something? <laughs> Yeah, because I'm going to be here for as long as I'm going to be here, I uh, I upgraded my military pass. You know, we can now get the three-day military pass. Well, I'm going to be here for three weeks, so and I can only buy the three-day pass once. Oh, um, okay. So I took that and put it towards um, getting a season pass. So I now have a year pass, which means I can go any day I want to. So I can go every day for my next three weeks, and it'll pay for itself just in those amount of days. So I'm a season pass holder, (laughs) even though I live 3,000 miles away. (laughs) I'm a little jealous right now. I'm sort of like, I want to go to Disney. Erica's going to be so proud of you that you're traveling, and she's going to be so proud of us that we have traveling stories to share. And we're planning a trip to um, SeaWorld, um, so that's another military benefit. We can go to the Anheuser-Busch um, Park, so we're going to be doing that, and it's just a lot of fun. It's good to be home. I had one little incident. Um, I think I was, I think it was Thursday. No, maybe it was Friday. Um I dropped my phone. If anybody saw my Twitter or my Facebook, I dropped my phone in a glass of lemonade. And so I had to buy, I had to use some of my vacation money to buy myself a brand new phone. I'm so sorry. But I love it, and I'm totally stoked about my new phone. So I guess you win some, you lose some. (laughs) 
Well, at least you didn't drop it down the toilet. I was reading this article today um, in a magazine, and it was talking about most embarrassing moments. And this girl talked about dropping her work pager or something um, into the toilet. <laughs> oh, that's hurt. too much. That's just, yeah. So I'm glad that wasn't it. So. Uh. But my my sister had, you know, I'm used to my car and um, I have, you know, two cup holders. And in my car I have a little section where I can slide my phone and it stands up just perfectly right there. And so out of habit I stuck the phone there. Well, her glass of lemonade or Gatorade, lemonade flavored Gatorade, was right there. And I dropped, it was charging and everything, and I dropped it right into the cup. And... I didn't hear anything, like I didn't hear it wash or anything. And then I'm like, oh, man, because um, I needed to get a pass to get on base. And um, I didn't have the insurance paperwork for my mom's car, so I had to come home. So I went to reach down to get my cell phone to call my stepdad to say, hey, can you, you know, meet us outside with the papers? And that's when I found my phone soaked. It was, what kind of Wendy, home? seriously, <laughs> the inside, I have an NV, I had an NV2, and, you know, it flips open, and the screen on the inside looked like an ocean scene, because it was like a wave going back and forth, when you move the <laughs> phone back and forth. Oh, man, that's a so, I'm sorry. That was I'm sorry about your phone. That's okay. But you got a new one, so, that's kind of cool. Yep. So what's going on with you? Well, okay, so let's see what I have for you guys. Um, I never have, like, I have to, like, really think hard about funny stories because our life, my life is just very, like, not funny. I don't, I wish I had more funny things. I have friends of mine that are so funny, and I'm like, gosh, I just have this, like, ho, not ho-hum, but it seems like steady state, which... The funniest thing I could come up with was, um, okay, so the last weekend before we start school, right, well, pretty much, we start school here in, a, in about a week, uh, we decided to go to the state park that's close to here. It's 35 miles from Fort Campbell, Kentucky. You would think I would have gotten to go to the world's largest PX over there, but I couldn't drag <laughs> Craig to the Army base. He was like, oh, I don't want to really go over there. <laughs> But I, okay, so, okay, so he's, we were, you know how it is, it's a long car drive, well, not that long, but anyway, you're in the car for more than 30 minutes, and you start just talking about absolutely nothing, right? Everything and nothing at the same time. And um, That's a PCS move car. <laughs> you know what I mean? So he's like, you know, and he's like going through all these things that he could do when he, you know, the whole retirement talk, you know, well, when I retire, maybe I could do this. Maybe I could be a Border Patrol agent. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's just the silliest thing. So then he says to me, well, what do you think if, I, if I'm if i a life coach? Or do you think I'd make matters worse? <laughs> I'm like, well, you could tell them all. Well, nobody ever listens to what I have to say as far as what they should do with their life in my family. So I've. I've decided to tell strangers what they should do because <laughs> he always says, no one ever listens to me. I give the great advice, and then later on people always come back and go, I should have listened to you. That was great advice. So, uh, 
So we've gone from Border Patrol agent to life coach. Can you imagine? Yeah, no. I'm just rubbing my head right now. <laughs> no. So anyway, we had a nice time at the state park. We um, everything. If you if you are at Fort Campbell or you live in that area, probably lots of state parks have this. They had like a little lodge or inn right there on property, so you don't have to leave. It's all nestled in the mountains, and they have a restaurant. They had a lake, so we got to canoe, and the dogs got in the lake. Christian got in the lake. Um, it was it was actually nice, and it wasn't very expensive. So I think Erica would be proud of my frugal weekend. <laughs> um, but no phones went in the lake, so I can't top your phone your phone story. So, so that happened. Um, what else can I tell you? I I haven't read any books. I don't have any news to report in the book on the book tour circuit. I have read a book. I just finished the book. Um, the Other Side of War, and it's written by a Marine Corps wife, and I am going to hopefully oh, be yeah, yeah, yeah. contacting okay. her yeah, um, to get her on the air because it is a great book, and I really related um, to her story, and I thought that others would too. Oh, great. I can't wait to have her. What's her name? Do you remember? Jessica Caputo? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Her and I chatted via MySpace. Yes. Hopefully I pronounced it right. And okay, good. Not I can't wait like to hear about it. It's very yeah. cool. I uh, No, I don't have any books to report. I have a couple that I'm kind of like reading, but nothing that I've finished of late. I can say that the new Nicholas Sparks book is coming out. I don't know if there's any Nicholas Sparks fans. Some books of his I like, some of them I don't. But I got to go to the premiere of whatever that movie was with um, Richard Gere and Diane Lane in New York. And um, so I'm hoping that I the can get... The Night in Rodanthe? Yes, yes, The Night, Night in Rodanthe, um, which wasn't half bad. I'm hoping I can convince the, um, the publicist to uh, give us some books because uh, they gave us some books last time to give away. So, um, so yeah. Um, okay, so what else can I tell you guys? Um, in the headlines, I have some headline stuff to tell you guys about. The first lady visited Norfolk. I don't know if any of you guys read that, but I saw that. I was so jealous because actually my husband was there. Are you serious? Yes. Wow, that's so cool. Well, she was on the the, the Eisenhower, the aircraft carrier, and um, it was on July 31st. So it just it happened just a few days ago, and she well she was there to welcome home also the crew from the Comfort, which is we know um, Andy Baldwin was on the Comfort because we were all reading his blog while he was gone. Um, so it was kind of cool. So I think that's neat that she went out and visited military families and um, went to Norfolk, you know, really the the home of the Navy. I guess San Diego would argue with that, but... Um, I would have to agree with San Diego. Yeah, would you? I've never been to Norfolk, so. But I'm going though. I hope to go. I might be there too. Hey, we're going to talk about that <laughs> later in the show. That's kind of the smooth. So, okay. So, um, I think, uh, yeah. So that's cool. Michelle Obama, first lady at Norfolk. So if you got to go and you were there, we want to hear from you. We want to know what was up. What what was it like? How did you know the whole thing? So hopefully there's some listeners that were there that will email us and tell us what it was like. So I have that to report. 
And then um, the uh, the Mick Pond, you know, he was here, I don't know, a month ago or so. He testified before uh, Congress on military families, and I thought that was kind of cool. You can, I'm getting all these stories from Navy.mil. And, um, I think I had posted the Mick Pond story on my mill life. Did you? Okay. So you guys can read about that. And... He also he talked about you know the stresses of the military lifestyle, which is kind of a neat story, and um, what we can do to lessen the stress of the lifestyle. And we all know that um, that's an important topic to talk about. So that's why I spend my day job working on this um, the stress control program. So I just want to say that that's cool. If you guys haven't seen his testimony or read it, I encourage you to look it up. You can go to navy.mil. And I heard a rumor that he's coming to Millington on Thursday. I don't know if I can say that, but there it is. It's out there now. So I'm really well, getting there. Well, there went sec. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's Norfolk he's going to. So anyway, we want to try and get him back on. I want to talk about the Chiefs uh, selectee process with him and his message for the new Chief Select spouse. And just indulge me for a moment while I go off on a little tangent and just um, say congrats to all the new Chief Selects. And to their oh, yeah. Yeah, I think it's really exciting. It's an exciting time of year. The next six weeks are going to be really crazy. So if you are a spouse of a selectee, um, I just want to say congratulations. And from, you know, just my tips from me to you, um, I would say that, you know, there's no other, you know, the E7, E8, E9 community in the Navy is unique. There's nothing else like it in any other branch, the Army, the Marine Corps, the Air Force. And it's uh, what they call, you know, they'll, if you ask them, they'll call it a fraternity, really, whether you are a male or a female. I mean, they, this is what they call it. And um, they band together. And um, I looked it up, and right now the percentage of chiefs that got promoted this cycle is about 11%. So that means that your spouse, if they were selected this time around, are on the top 11% of all enlisted sailors, which is pretty impressive. So congratulations. Um, I will say that the next six weeks, you're not going to see them very much. They're going to be busy with uh, – they're going to be you know, up early, out late, doing all kinds of uh, projects with their other selectees. So be supportive. Um, help out when you can. It's only six weeks. It's not that long, you know, and so when September 16th rolls around, it'll all be worth it, trust me. So, um, and to your spouses, uh, to the selects, you know, I, I asked Craig, I'm like, what advice can I give on the show to the new chief selects? And he said, you know, tell them not to take anything personal, <laughs> make sure they listen, and uh, to develop a thick skin. And, um, you know, he was talking about, you know, they had a meeting today with their chief's mess, and they had a female, you know, new selectee, and she just broke down crying. And he said, you know, he said, it's just, it's part of the process. you got to realize it's not personal. He said, you know, when a casualty happens on board and the fire's getting higher and the water's coming in, you know, as a chief, you've got to make a decision and you can't break down. And that's what this process is for. So if it is, if it seems a little rough on the spouse's end when you hear, when you're, you know, when, you're, when your spouse comes home and talks about what's going on, it's going to be a little bit rough. I'll, I'll, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Um, and the easiest, I guess, not the easiest, but the advice is to to know it's not personal and develop a, a thick skin, and it'll all be worth it. And uh, making it into the chief's ranks is a pretty incredible thing. And 
So congratulations to all the selectees and their spouses. And I know, I hope to get uh, Lisa Howard on the show um, in the coming well, week or so. I want to talk to her about um, leadership for spouses, and they have a lot of, she's doing a lot of work in Norfolk in that regard. And uh, So check out your local installation and see what they're doing for the selectee spouses, if there's a meet and greet. If there's any kind of leadership, um, uh, whether it's a little bit of training, what you can expect as a spouse, um, any kind of new responsibilities that you might have as far as just supporting your your husband's sailors or spouse's sailors. Check hey, Wendy. Oh, yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Um, my blog talk radio um, window freaked out, and I think I may have kicked you out of the chat room. Oh, okay. I can get back in. I think I can get back in. So hopefully, um, so I'll be back. I'll be back in the chat if I've disappeared. I'll be back. So anyway, that's my chief selectee stuff. Congratulations to everyone who was on the list. And if you are a spouse of a selectee and you're listening to our show, send us, send us an email. Let us know how it's going. Let us know how the process. You know, I I I, I told this story last election season. I had this one girl come to my house once. We had all the selectees painting our house. Craig was taking a nap on the couch. <laughs> and uh, I'm not kidding. One of them comes to the door, and they had taped all the windows, if you can imagine, because they have sprayed the outside, right? So it was really dark on the inside, um, cool, and he was sleeping, and the doorbell rings, and it's one of the spouses. And I'm like, oh, hey, you know, Sally. I won't say her name because that wouldn't be nice. And so I go outside, and um, I'm thinking, dumb me, that she's there to talk to me. Like, oh, hey, Wendy. Like, she wants to chit-chat or something. And... um <laughs> For like ten minutes, all I had, all I heard was, "Well, I don't understand why everyone else's spouse's husband's home and mine's not." And I just wanted to come over here and find out what he was doing. <laughs> I'm like, "Well, he's painting my house, and where, where's Craig? He's asleep on the couch." <laughs> he was incredulous. I'm like, "Got to embrace it." I'm like, "It'll be all right." And and really, for for the money that's spent, the good chiefs they spend a lot more money than those selectee uh, chiefs. Well, in the process. So, but yeah, that's my spouse story. I was like, "What do you mean you're not here to see me? You're, you're here to check." <laughs> Aren't I popular? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, okay, all right. I'll move on to the next thing. Um, okay, the GI Bill benefits are in effect. I know you guys want to know all about it. I know you want to know where does your spouse go to sign you up? Because here's the thing. Even if you don't think you'll ever use his benefits, you have to be in the system in order to be eligible. Did you realize that? Now, um, wait, is this different from the money that we get that we can get through Military One Source? Yes, this is different. This is the GI Bill benefits. This is the So, like, my month. husband can give me his GI Bill? Yes. Hot dog! <laughs> <laughs> I know. Craig's like, you just want me for my benefits. And I said, well, that's not the benefit I want, but okay. <laughs> and then he's, and he's like, well, I bet you, like, what if what if the kid, you know, gets a scholarship, then what? And I'm like, well, I guess we'll both have to go back to school. Oh, anyway, so, did, okay, so here's the deal. You have to be in the system in order to be eligible, even the even if you never use the benefit. As so in, in the system on deers or? In the, in the GI Bill system. 
So what you can do is, this is the website that I think is the best one to go to. It's iava.org. iava.org. And that's the Iraq Afghanistan Veterans Association website. Paul Rykoff-Wanz. And so there has all the information, like who's eligible, how to sign, the link to sign up, everything. And there's 36 months of eligibility. So let's say you have um, three kids. You can divide them up three ways or four ways if you count you as the spouse. Or, and you can, as long as each person has at least one month allocated, you're in the system as eligible. And then even if you never use it, you're still in the system as being eligible to use it. But if they don't put your name in there, excuse me, then you're not eligible. So it's like the now, window closes. Now, does this closes. mean that, like, if I use it, he can't? Or is this additional funding that they're having for spouses and family members to use? No, it's not additional. Okay. Well, that kind of sucks, but oh well. Yeah, I mean, they, get, they get the difference. I mean, the the benefits are a little bit different, but they're not going to pay for both. So let's say if he's already got his degree or he's not going to get a degree or you just want they, he just wants to pay for the kid's education, you know, whatever kind of scenario you have or whether it's a, for the first year if you have four kids, the first year for each of the kids or whatever, or three kids, I should say. Anyway, all the scenarios, all the information, all that, go to that website, and it's iava.org. And the key is that your husband should put you down to be eligible, even if he just gives you one month, because you can always adjust the months later. So he, um, we had a question in the chat room from okay. Jeanette. Um, she wanted to. She said she doesn't understand the one month part. They put you in, and they say that for this many months you'll be eligible. There's 36 months of tuition um, assistance, so to speak. 36. Oh, okay. Months. So if like let's and you say can select how many months you, you want yes. to be uh, have it available to you. That's right. So you know, even though let's say you you only have two years of school left. Um, you don't want you would you would only use twenty four yeah four and let's say that there's one year left say your spouse already has his degree but you didn't put your kid's name in, in there as being eligible because you thought well maybe you're going to go to grad school or maybe you're going to go to law school or something you have to put your um, dependents in as eligible as in the system in order for them to be eligible so we can put like me my daughter and my son. And all of us eligible for 36 months, whether we use it or not, it doesn't matter. We're still eligible for the whole 36 months. Right. So you would have, like, let's just say you had, like, they, all the months have to add up to 36. So you, let's say you have 30 and they each have three months. Gotcha. Or you each have 12 months. It all has to add up to 36. Okay. Yeah. But they, he could just put you down for one month or whatever. The, the key is that you're in the system. Sort of like being in deers, you know, you're either in or you're out, and you want to be in. Okay. Does that make sense? Got it. I think I got it. Okay. Once you read the website. Do you know if if there's a deadline for us to be signed up? 
You know, I don't know the answer to that question, but we will find out, and we'll post it on the website. You know, there's nothing is ever permanent in the military. That's one thing I know. The rules will change, I think. <laughs> it seems like. You never know, you know, like what will happen from – that's why it's important to get in there and um, and have your name in the system so you're eligible. Absolutely. Utilize all the benefits that you have at your disposal. Even if um, your spouse is going back to school, like my husband is also trying to finish his degree because before he makes chief, he would like to do that. Um, he, um, or hopefully by the time he may, I don't know how to put that. Um, we would like to wear khaki and have a degree. <laughs> there we go. Um, and so, you know, obviously he would need, to, you know, it would be priority for him to use his GI Bill, but to have it accessible to me too so I can finish my degree. Um, and also there is the military one source, the my, one, my CAA um, benefit that is also available. Um, to us spouses, that's $6,000, I believe, that the DOD yep. will give us. And it's $3,000 a year. Right. What? It's $3,000 a year, I think. And it's $6,000 total. So it's good for two years. Um, they, they, my understanding. They, I don't know. They put, they showed, they told me it's 6000 and you have it until you run out of money. Oh, okay. So... Um, it can take you as long or as little, I guess, to use the funds. Um, but they, the My CAA account, um, if you go on Military One Source, sign up, log in as a member, um, you can look into that. But it's a, it's a nifty little thing because even, you know, even if you're just going for your associates, you have, you know, you're not going to spend that much. And through certain universities, all or colleges, the one I'm going through, um, is um, it's money. I'm sorry, Jeanette asked if it was uh, for your BA or your master's. Doesn't matter how you use the funds, as long as you um, make sure that the school is listed or um, find out about getting your school added to their list of schools. I'm going to a community college to finish my AA um, to go on for my nursing degree. And um, my my school that I selected um, for military spouses, they cover textbooks. So Military One Source is picking up the tab for my classes. The school is picking up the tab for my textbooks. And all I have to pay is for the shipping to get my textbooks sent to me. That's great. Well, yeah. see? Yeah. That's so. great. Okay, so everyone, you guys can check out that out at militaryonesource.com, and we'll we'll post that link to you on the, on the blog so everyone can find it. We've been talking about it for a couple weeks now, probably longer, but um, I think it's just so important that we need to keep mentioning it because um, it's a new thing, and you need to take advantage of it. If you've ever thought about going to school, going back to school, um, now is the time. Don't wait. If you're trying to transfer, I know it's a hassle to get your transcripts transferred and all of that stuff. I know it's a hassle, but it's well worth it. You won't regret it. So take the time to do it. So, okay, well, up next, we're going to kind of switch gears. And, uh, you know, maybe it's your first deployment's coming up and you're thinking, oh, gosh, I've got to figure out how to pay the bills and what to do when and all of that. And you're kind of freaking out. 
Um, June Walbert is going to be with us from USAA, our financial expert, our financial coach, and we're going to talk about, you know, the military spouse's role as their as when, in terms of managing the finances at home, being the CFO, um, how to live debt free, how to start right, how to begin, how how to begin the way you want to finish. Um, how to curb our impulse buying, all that good stuff. So June's with us. We're so happy to have her. So hang out. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio. USAA salutes military spouses for your service and sacrifice on the home front. Whether it's preparing for deployment, having a baby, or making that next PCS move, We'll help you navigate through all the stages of military life. We've served families like yours for more than 84 years, and we can help you achieve your financial goals. Log on to USAA.com for a free financial assessment or call USAA's Financial Advice Center at 877-806-5033 for advice on everything from credit cards to life insurance. USAA means United Services Automobile Association and its affiliates. Financial advice provided by USAA Financial Advisors Incorporated, a registered broker-dealer. Log on to USAA.com or call us toll-free 1-877-806-5033. USAA, we know what it means to serve. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio and Military Life Radio. We are very happy tonight to have with us June Walbert from USAA and uh, we're going to talk about, you know, managing your finances at, finances at home, whether you're new to it or you've been a military spouse for a while. Your role is very important, and we're going to, you know, give you some advice and, and uh, give you some ideas on how to better manage, um, you know, all that hard-earned money. So, hello, June. Welcome back to the show. Hello. It's great to be back. Well, thank you for coming, and, you know, um, we were – our show schedule got a little mixed up tonight, and so I'm sorry if we caught you off guard. Oh no, it's okay. <laughs> no, no, I uh, I think I probably knew about this, just didn't put it on my uh, schedule because I was traveling or something. So, no problem whatsoever. Well, you know, we have a lot of fun here. We kind of just we have a lot of fun. We're really relaxed. Yeah. It really relaxes that proper grammar. Um, but you know, we get I would say uh, about seventy percent of the questions that we get are from brand new military spouses. Yeah, and I just think we cannot spend enough time yeah. talking to, encouraging, supporting the new military spouse. And my thought is, you know, uh, when you're facing that first deployment, and you're used to your, you know, sailor paying the bills, mm-hmm. and now he's going away for seven months, mm-hmm. and you are like, okay, I know it's coming, but I don't quite have a handle on it all. I don't quite even know everything. Um, what are some ideas that you can give to that new military spouse as they start their first deployment and when it comes to, you know, fighting, racking up debt and, and managing who's spending what out of that virtual account that they can get to online? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, of course, communication is key, right? We've got to have good combo between the husband and the wife and whichever one's deploying, whether it is the husband or the wife. You know, they need to talk about what kind of bills they have and how they're paid, what account numbers are, what passwords are. You know, we can't have silent partners in a military marriage, right? They've got to, they've got to share information with each other. So let's just assume that we've got the uh, sailor going overseas, the husband sailor going overseas, and we're leaving the wife to keep the home fires burning. 
before they go on that cruise or you know, whatever transportation they're taking, they really need to sit down and have a serious heart-to-heart chat, money date, wine can be involved, whatever they want. I like uh, that, a money date. <laughs> well, you know, it makes things a little more fun, right? If you, right. You know, you kind of, you know, blinking at each other and, you know, drinking a little wine. It just makes it a little more fun than, you know, looking at credit card statements. <laughs> so, okay, so you've got to share what all of your information is. You know, these days, uh, some of our payments that we have are automatically debited from our checking account on a particular day of the month. Whoever is watching the home fires while the other is deployed, they need to know exactly how much is being taken out of that account automatically, when and for what purpose, okay? And then, uh, in addition to that, we have a lot of bills that we pay online, like through a web bill pay system. I have both. I have some that go out automatically and some where I have to pull the trigger. And so they need to know that when the bills are due, how much is ordinarily paid. I mean, all of those kinds of things, as well as, of course, as I mentioned, account numbers and passwords, very, very important, because that will prepare the incoming CFO, and I loved your terminology, uh, for the task at hand. So important to keep those bills up and to pay your bills on time, every time, at all times, including during a deployment, so that you can manage efficiently your credit report and history. And they can, and I firmly believe that you know we're here to encourage you, the military spouse, and say you can do this. If you're thinking you can't do it, you can do this. You can. And you can just take a you know a couple hours out of your day and say, okay, let's get all this stuff out and put it on the desk, and let's take on the yep. kitchen table, um, as while they're home. Do it yeah. while they're home before they leave. Well, and you know what? It not only helps you uh, yeah. that is left here stateside. But it helps them, as they're deploying, uh, keep their mind on the mission at hand, which, of course, enhances their security as well as the security of the sailors and Marines around them. So we want to have all that squared away in advance. And, you know, it can be a little intimidating at first if you've never really balanced a checkbook uh, or you have no financial management experience but the thing is, is there's help out there. I mean, Wendy, you'll help, right? Uh, That's right. I'll help. The USAA will help. And then there are also the the uh, financial uh, consultants that are on your installations. If you live on or near an installation, that can really be a big help. They can sit down, kind of go over things with you in a confidential manner, and even help you put together a budget. <laughs> That's right, to figure out, you know, when to pay what. Yeah. That is that is crucial. I learned that our first deployment. <laughs> Which part, the budget or when to pay what? <laughs> uh, the budget. It was because my husband was kind of raised in that school of thought that you paid all the bills on the first. And when you're on a fixed income like in the military where you, yeah, you're going to get paid a certain amount, mm-hmm. but – the 15th can sometimes be that third week away. Mm-hmm. That doesn't always work. And so I, I learned real fast that I had to budget and call people and, um, you know, adjust a credit card, you know, due date or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's so. right. So that's what I mean by 
proactively managing your credit. Sure, if you can break your payments that are due into two due dates, that's great. Some things there's not much negotiation. You know, my house payment is due on such and such date. My car payment is due on such and such date. Perhaps they would change that for me, but maybe it's easier to call your utility company or your credit card company and ask them to move it to a later date. I mean, they don't want you to be late on payments. Of course, you know, a credit card company does get a late fee often if the, if you do that, but uh, we don't want to give them that money, do we? No. No. <laughs> No, but I'm happy to hear you say that that really a budget helped you. Uh, the the younger spouses that are out there, please listen to that. I um, am sometimes called the budget queen, which is really nice. I don't have a tiara or anything, but I'll tell you, I <laughs> I, I believe that budgets are the cornerstone of financial success. And I tell people that not only, you know, if you're brand new in the Navy and you're not making very much money yet, I tell people that make 100 and 200 and more than that $1,000 a year that they need a budget too. You need to know how much you're spending and on what, and that's the key to success. Well, I agree because it doesn't matter how much money you make. You know, my grandmother likes to say when she um, – when she married my uh, my, my step grandfather, they got married kind of late in life, and um, he was uh, a, a new sergeant major in the army. Mm-hmm. And she would tell you, you know, my when I married your grandpa, he didn't have, you know, two nickels to rub together. Uh-huh. <laughs> she, she, she said we had to get a budget, and you know, think about it. He'd been in the army at that yeah. point, probably yeah. I don't know, fifteen, eighteen, nineteen yeah. years, mm-hmm. I, and. Um, it wasn't for lack of money coming in. It was just managing what he had. And um, yep. so, yep, I can remember her telling me that when I first started working. And she's like, you know, it doesn't matter how much you make. You've got to keep track of it and, and have a budget and uh-huh. um, stay within that. And, um, and you know, that brings me to my, my next question. Or actually, Marla, you want to – I'm kind of hugging the conversation. Go for it. That's okay. I actually want to squeeze one question in real quick um, because I've actually um, spoken to other people about this. Um, you talked about the web bill pay. Mm-hmm. Does I want to make sure that people know it's not always an instantaneous. Um, just because you set it up doesn't mean that the money is going to come out of your account right away, right? Well, how you do that, and there's a little bit of a hassle factor involved in this because, you know, you have to sit down with your bills, utility bills and, you know, other kinds of bills and input the information, the account numbers and addresses and things like that. Mm -hmm. And you look at those bills to see what the due date is. And if you want an auto pay, you can set it up where the, the payment will automatically come out on a certain date, which I would recommend is about five days before the due date, because even though it happens electronically, there is still a little bit of lag time. So you can set it up where it automatically pays on the same date each month, or you can set it up where you can pay it whenever you demand that it be paid. So you might have a um, water bill that, you you know, you have a little wiggle room on those, and so do you want to pay it on the 1st, or do you want to wait until the 10th to pay it? 
Uh, and so you can make that decision by looking at your bank account, and then you can you can pull the trigger and go ahead and make that payment. Know that it does not instantaneously land in the utility company's uh, re- accounts receivable. It takes a day or two for it to get there. So if you're in a situation where you need to pay that bill or your your utility is going to be cut off, you need to do that, you know, I would say at least five days, four to five days in advance of that bill to, being due, just to make sure. Okay. So it's kind of like you guys – well, I guess kind of. Um, because, you know, you can go on your cable company and you can put in your credit card number and poof, it comes out of your account instantaneously. Um, do we have to wait for the withdrawal to come out of our USAA account, for example? Wait for the withdrawal to come out. Because I know with our old bank, um, before we joined USAA, Uh our old bank, you had to wait until they cut a check, sent it to the company, and then the company had to put it in. So they oh, I paid. see what you're asking. Does it does the debit does it, come when you um, when, when the company send off that bill that web Yeah, you know what? That's a good question, and I'll bet you there that it uh, it does it goes both ways. You know, like every okay. once in a while, um, I'll see something come through that looks like a check, and it's like, hmm, you know, I don't write very many checks. What is that? And that would be a payment to someone. Um, but often it just happens all electronically. And so it'll show, like the telephone company, you know, a debit for X number of dollars on a particular day. And so whenever that pays, when that actually pays, that's when that money comes out of your account. And you can actually track that when you look at account activity. And that's when you would know whether or not something's actually come out or not. Uh, And so it's amazing how fast, like I could stop at the corner for gasoline and I come back home and I log on for some reason or another and by goodness, there's already a debit on my my (laughs) debit card, you know. So so it it really comes out quickly, uh, uh, you know, whenever you use your debit card, but sometimes there is a little bit of a lag whenever you're paying a bill. Okay. Well, now on to our scheduled question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, I just had one last comment about what we were talking before in regards to the budget. You know, what we want for each and every military family out there is to live a debt-free life. A debt-free life is so liberating. You find that you have so much more monthly cash flow, so free cash, to spend on things like going to the movies, you know, dates with the hubby, that kind of thing, or saving for goals. And the way to do that is to live within your means. The way to live within your means is to have a budget. I just wanted to put a nice, neat bow on that last discussion. (laughs) I really like that. Um, Definitely living within your means. Yes. Um, It's the key. June. Go ahead. It's the key. I was just saying it's the key. (laughs) Yep. Um, what kind of success, um, debt-free success stories um, of being debt-free are you hearing from your town hall meeting? You know what? Um, I, I hear all kinds of stories, right? I hear bad stories. I hear good stories. And um, one of the, well, silver linings in this recession that we've been going through for two years now has been that people are spending less because maybe in large part there's less credit available to them than there used to be 
and they're saving more. You know, the savings rate is about at about 6.5% right now, where it hovered right around zero to a negative two for years, whereas, you know, 10 and 20 years ago, we saved so much of our income, and so we're finally getting into that savings habit again. So I have this one particular couple where, uh, you know, they were accustomed to a two-income uh, paycheck system. You know, we, we, you know, we got two paychecks hitting the bank on a routine basis, and guess what? Recession hit, service member, lost of job security, right? But the spouse who routinely worked couldn't anymore finally found a job about, you know, several months later, but at, at a much lower pay grade than she had previously. So what happened is that uh, they sat down together, and they looked at what they were spending their money on, and they were able to determine ways to spend, uh, to, to stop spending money that would not only enable them to live on that one or one and a half incomes, but also to chip away at that debt. And one chunk at a time, it fell away. And they were so gratified by that. They were so excited to be living like that, where they could actually afford to live on only his income, that they just kept on doing it, even though she did find a better job on down the road. It, it was so heartwarming. Yeah, you know, I love hearing stories like that because I think that's what um, I think that's the best way to kind of connect with folks is share with them how people are actually doing it. It's great. I mean, it's great for me to hear it too. I think that um, it sometimes people think it's not possible, or you kind of get into a circle-minded thinking where this is just how it is right now, and this is how it's going to be for a long time. If you're in some trouble with your credit yeah. card. Right. And um, like whenever I get an email from a spouse or something, and, and and it does take time, but you can come out of it, and that's why we are like happy to have you here, June, because I think these stories really mean a lot to give people mm-hmm. hope. Mm-hmm. And so when people say to themselves, "Well, this is just how it is right now," we don't want them to subsidize their current lifestyle by credit cards. And and in all honesty, so many Americans did that. During the good times, you know, they may have had two incomes coming in on a regular and steady basis, but still that wasn't enough, and they subsidized their lifestyle. The lifestyle they wanted to have couldn't really afford, but could with credit cards. And uh, so we're learning just, you know, what a high price is exacted on us. You know, our sailors, our Marines, all of our service members work so hard for their money. Our stay-at-home moms work so hard, you know, and and so why throw that money away and give it to a, a bank, a credit union, or some other financial institution in the form of high interest rates? Don't yeah, do it. I agree. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's like it hurts. We have to do that. <laughs> oh, I know. You should win. Oh, you're like, oh, you that. That, that's motivation enough. <laughs> I was about to say that. I was about to say that. I hate, I hate, like, um, back when I used to um, mail off my bills mm-hmm. with a check, I would always put the ugliest stamp because I didn't want my cute stamps wasted on a creditor. Oh, that's so funny. Well, there you go. <laughs> that's oh, funny. Gosh. But right, say, can I oh. say one more thing about that? Sure. You know, I've always recommended that people live, couples live, on one income, even if both spouses routinely work. 
the reason for that is, is you never know when one may become ill, when uh, one may have to stay at home to take care of an aging parent, when one may want to stay home and take care of the kids and not work. If you're accustomed to living on both of those incomes and spending every dime of that, that's going to be a near impossible feat to learn to live on one income. But if you're a married couple and you learn to live on one income and you have that other income coming in that gives you that financial freedom to take vacations with your family because heaven knows we need to decompress from time to time, and you can pay cash for it. You know, If you have babies, you can stay home with those babies because you've learned how to live on that one income. I think it's a wonderful, wonderful thing, and it would really help a lot of the people who have lost their jobs. You know, the, what, 9.6% of Americans who have lost their jobs in the last year and a half. No, I think that's great advice, June. I think that we can all learn from that. And, um, you know, and you got to start off. I know it's easy to say for me to say, but you got to start off right. And, and um, I know when I – went back to my full-time job. We sort of tried to look at it that way. We didn't mm-hmm. want to we didn't want to get a new car. We didn't want to do a big thing of this or a big thing of that and Craig mm-hmm. actually just paid off his truck like last month. <gasps> and I know we were very excited but he wants a new motorcycle and I'm like, "Oh no, no. can we just go a little while without a payment?" Yeah. And Have he a bought burn me the ha- banknote party, you know. <laughs> and he bought new tires this last month. So we haven't actually experienced you know the difference. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I'm all for tires. You know, we need to be safe. <laughs> yeah. Okay, June. One last thing. Um, yeah. Okay, so you know, as women, you know, we we go shopping. Um, even if we're not shoppers, <laughs> we might go to the store and see that purse, that new pair of shoes, or mm-hmm. that. Or buy that so, phone. <laughs> phone. The new phone. Um, how can can you give us just some some um, quick uh, ideas for what you do to fight impulse? spending. Yeah, think twice. <laughs> but you know what? It's not only we women who are are attracted to those shiny things at the mall, you know, that catches our eye, but men too. You know, I was talking with a friend of mine tonight and we were talking about her husband is really the one that's got to have the souped up cable package, the cool iPhone, you know, he wants a nice car and you know all those kinds of things and she's like, "Oh, I'm happy driving my 91 Explorer, you know. And uh, (laughs) maybe it's a 2001. Yeah, yeah, that sounds better. But uh, anyway, so so we're all guilty of that. But you know what? You really do have to think about it. So, like, let's figure out how much we make per hour after taxes, right? Because, you know, let's just say just for ease of math, you make $50,000 a year and you pay $25,000, I mean 25% in taxes. That's that's a lot of money. So you're netting out what? What is that? I didn't even do this in advance. So that's like 37500 right, that you take home and then you divide that by how many hours they work. And our our service members work a lot. So let's just say just for ease of math, that the figure comes down to $20 an hour. We see that coach bag at the exchange. <laughs> you know, they're talking about, oh, this is such a good deal. But it's still $300. Yes. $300. It's, it's madness, okay? So you make $20 an hour. How many hours do you have to work in order to pay for that coach bag? 15 hours. Yes. Is it worth 15 hours of work? You know, that's that's two days. 
that that's got to be worked in order to pay for that coach bag. Is it worth it? If you think it's worth it, then okay. You know, if there's that hundred dollar pair of jeans that you know your tush just looks too cute in, <laughs> that's five hours of work, right? And uh, so that's a great way of looking at things. How many hours do I or my husband have to work in order for me to pay for this purchase? Is it worth it or not? Yep, that's a good way to look at it. I'm going to have to remember that, June. Well, and you have to remember, too, because I made this mistake. I bought that coach purse. I got sucked into that coach purse. <laughs> and, you know, it's still sitting in my closet with the tags. And I can't, I can't sell it. Nobody will pay me back. what I bought it for. I can't. It's been too long. Okay. Here's something that I used to do, just exactly <laughs> what you're talking about, Marla. I used to buy things. You know, on an impulse, you know, I'm talking about when I was I was married and, um, you know, had two incomes, right? So this, And before I was a financial planner, just as a caveat. And, um, and so, you know, I'd let that sit in my closet with the tags on. And then all of a sudden I started adding things up and I went, oh, no, <laughs> this is going back. And, you know, I might even take it back to the store and, if you know, and I would, I would insist that they would give me at least a partial refund. Sometimes they did, sometimes they didn't, but it then went into a garage sale with those original tags on them so that people could see what I paid for it and then I hadn't used it. And if you give them 50% off the garage sale, they'll take it. <laughs> That's what I'll have to do. <laughs> You know, I'm serious. I just sold some furniture on an Internet website. And, you know, I, I was joking at work. I said, well, yeah, you know, they're coming over to see this bedroom set. I think it's either that or they're going to tie me up. I'm not sure which. But, you know, <laughs> you never know about the about who's going to come over. But I do have two German Shepherds and a Border Collie, so I'm pretty safe. Oh, yeah, you're safe. Yeah, and that they, Border Collie, yeah. He, and those Shepherds, yeah. That Border Collie is probably the meanest of the bunch. But, uh, but you know, I mean, it came over, looked at it, said, yep, had pickup right there in my in my uh, driveway, and carried it away. And what prompted me to do that is my neighbor came over one day and said, June, you have the best furnished garage in the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to get rid of some of that stuff. So anyway, that's what I'm doing. Well, that's doing. great encouragement for us. That is. So if you've got stuff in your extra bedroom or your garage, um, okay. I have a desk that I need to get rid of. So, yeah, that inspires me, Jean. I yeah, know. and you know what? Not everybody's broke, right? That's I mean, right. there are some people that are, some people that have been out of work for a long time. Bless them. I hope that they, uh, you know, become well soon. Uh, but there are other people that have money that are looking for bargains. That's right. So. That's they right. may want your, your stuff. That's right. So get on those internet websites that'll sell furniture. I know which one you're talking about. I think. Yeah. 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 Just be careful. Be prudent. Yeah. You know uh, about that because uh, it's just the smart thing to do. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it just worked out perfectly well for me. And um, so, it's it's well, there are ways to generate income even if you're not working. Well, Gina, it's been great having you on the show again. I know we kept you a little long. Thanks for hanging out with us. Oh, sure. Where can, where can people find you if they have more questions? Well, you know, I have a column on military.com called Ask June. Uh, imagine that. 
Uh, it's on the finance page of military.com. And then, you know, any of your listeners can call our USAA Financial Advice Center or email the Financial Advice Center anytime. Um, you know, if they log on to USAA.com, and all of our service members are eligible for membership, log on to USAA.com, and then there's a main tab across the top that says Member Advice and Solutions. Just go there, and you have the opportunity to send a financial advisor an email or pick up the phone and call. And I'm telling you, they have everything on earth coming at them, so there's no question that they could get that would surprise them, I don't think. <laughs> Well, we love USAA, and uh, we have USAA, and so I, I can't say enough good things about them. They've always been great to us, and absolutely, I so I just um, I love USAA. I know. <laughs> so give a big hug to Mike and and John from from us, and um, the next time I'm in San Antonio, maybe I'll get to. Are, do you live in San Antonio? Jim? I do. I you do. do. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I was there in, over spring break and got to got the grand tour and it was pretty amazing. At USAA? Um, yes. Where was, was I? I know. So the next time I come, I'll make more of a I'll plan a little better so we can meet. In was first. that in April? Yeah. May or you know what? I think you were in Germany or someplace. Yeah, because I was thinking I must have been out of town. Yeah, I was in Germany for and Italy and Croatia. That was fun. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I guess I guess that's a better <laughs> offer than than meeting Let's see, meet Wendy, go to Germany. I think yeah. I'll go. Okay, Germany. I'll catch you next time, Wendy. <laughs> 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 All right, you two. Well, you have such a great show, and thanks for what you do uh, for the uh, for the Marine and Sailor spouses out there. Well, thank you. Thank you. you know, we look forward to having you back yeah. on soon. I'd love to. Bye bye. Okay. Bye bye. All right, everybody, that was June Walbert, our financial expert with USAA. And um, when we get back from the break, we have more of the show, so hang out with us. Coming up next, we're going to talk military travel discounts with Navy wife Erica. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio and Military Life Radio. USAA salutes military spouses for your service and sacrifice on the home front. Whether it's preparing for deployment, having a baby, or making that next PCS move, we'll help you navigate through all the stages of military life. We've served families like yours for more than 84 years, and we can help you achieve your financial goals. Log on to USAA.com for a free financial assessment, or call USAA's Financial Advice Center at 877-806-5033 for advice on everything from credit cards to life insurance. USAA means United Services Automobile Association and its affiliates. Financial advice provided by USAA Financial Advisors Incorporated, a registered broker-dealer. Log on to USAA.com or call us toll-free 1-877-806-5033. USAA, we know what it means to serve. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio and Military Life Radio. This is Wendy. I'm here with Marla. And up next on the show, we're going to be talking military travel, and we still have some time left in the summer for you guys to get out and see your areas where you're at, maybe go to Disney or someplace else new. And uh, we have Navy wife Erica with us. She is our travel expert. Hey, Erica. Hello there. Welcome back. Thank you. I should say the same to you. We've <laughs> <laughs> been off having fun. Thanks Thanks for hanging I out know. and hanging on the line. I know we're running a little bit late, so thanks for No, that's for okay. Out. I always enjoy listening to the people that come on before because they're so informative, you know. 
Well, Jean is great. And, you know, she's like a retired, not retired, but in the reserve. She's like a lieutenant colonel in the Army or something. We should probably post her bio. Well, and one of the things she didn't mention is that she's very faithful. She's she's uh, on Twitter. And I recently uh, sent her a message on Twitter, and she wrote me back, like, right away. And she's really good about that. So anytime you have any questions, um, I'm plugging her uh, Twitter account, but it's ask underscore June, and I think then it's at underscore USAA. I shouldn't be giving out addresses. I don't know. But she's uh, – <laughs> either way, you, you can find her on, on Twitter, and she, she really is. She gives some yeah, great – Yeah, that's it. It's ask well. June underscore USAA on you Twitter. You see, I knew I was yeah. – there was an underscore in there somewhere. You did good. She'll be happy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So – Okay, so you'll be happy to know that Marla's currently on a trip right now. She's been to Disney, like, how many times, Marla? Three uh, times? Three. Way to go, Marla. That, see, did that's you what say 30? What? <laughs> what did, did you say 30? I said three. Three. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like 30, not yet. <laughs> yeah, my husband and I were trying to figure out, um, I want to... Um, to apply to be a Disney mom, and I don't know how many of you have heard that, but Disney chooses X amount of mothers um, every year. To you, you have to go through some sort of uh, weeding out process, but you have to be literally a Disney expert, and then they choose these mothers, and you answer questions for other people that are going on trips. So, anyway, long story short, we were trying to figure out how many times we have visited Walt Disney World, and we stopped counting when we got close to 100 because we were starting to get embarrassed. Oh, my God. So, uh, we've been there a lot. Yeah, I love Disney. I could go there for every vacation. Oh, yes. Disney holds a special place in my heart. I worked at Disney. I grew up at Disney. I am a Disney junkie. That so. was the reason why I liked the both of you. We, we, <laughs> I know. We could all hang out and go to Disney together. How fun. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, okay. and you can't beat the, the discounts that they're giving. Like I've mentioned before, you know, there's still uh, Disneyland has extended uh, their discount to go through the fall as well and because uh, theirs was originally going to end midsummer, and uh, they've now extended and I don't know the exact date, but you can pretty much count on going the rest of the year. And I believe their military promotion ends sometime mid-December. Um, but Disney World's you know, got it going on through the end of the year. It's just, you know, it's the time to go to a Disney park. Why not? It's It's great fun for the family. And you don't have to just go over the summer. I mean, uh, my husband and I actually prefer going in the off-season because you've got more time to, to enjoy the rides and, um, it's more of a feeling that you got the place to yourself because it's not as crowded. So the the rides for the 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 lines for the ride are not as long. So definitely, I do have to say that being being a local and having gone on the off season now that I'm a tourist, I guess here it drives me bananas. <laughs> I have to wait in such long lines. Little unknown fact about Disney is if you ever want to go and have the place to yourself, you'll never guess what holiday weekend you would literally have the place to yourself. Any guesses? Um, I'm going to say Thanksgiving? No. No. New Year's. Uh, Mother's Day. Mother's Day. The three years we lived in Florida, we would go every Mother's Day because, of course, it was my treat. You know, I got treated to Disney World. And we could never figure out why every Mother's Day we never had to wait in line for a ride. We never had, I mean, 
the restaurants were, you know, they all of them were available with reservations. The hotels had great deals. But then finally my husband thought about it. He said, well, think about it. If you're a mother, you probably don't want to be treated to a place where you're going to work harder than if you were at home. Because, you know, Disney's work when you've got kids. You've got to keep track of them. You've got to make sure they don't go missing. You know, you've got to hold on to the leashes or whatever you've got your, you know, two-year-old on. And it, it's, it's literally work, you know, for parents um, of small children. But I thought, well, see, I see it the other way around is what a great time to take small children because the place is empty. So, yeah, a little known fact. You know, we went on uh, Mother's Day once, and I remember we got flowers. Yeah, oh, yeah, they treat you well. Oh, yeah, definitely. And we got a picture taken and the whole bit. Okay, Eric, I have a question for you. Sure. If you want to go to Disney, um, can you, and is the Disney offer good for either Disneyland or Disney World, or can you go to both? You can do both. You can. Yes. I know that. Yes, you can. Because when you go in to get your tickets, it's just like stepping into the ITT ticket office for any other thing. It's not like they are they're gonna jot you down as okay, he's you know, he's gone now. I'm sure they do for each park, but I've heard from people that have got, done both this year. So it is definitely not uh, nowhere in anything I have read that Disney has it said that limited it to one park. Uh uh-uh. uh. They'd be more than glad to have you on both coasts if you're available, you know, if you're up for it. When I went, because um, I purchased uh, my ticket, my military ticket, and then I went and decided to upgrade for a pass so that I could go for the three weeks that I'm going to be in town anytime uh-huh. I wanted. Um, and they asked for my ID, and they wrote down my name on the ticket. And... Um, so they do record it, I think, for each individual part. Each part, yes. But um, well, and the guy even way said, sure that you're the military person. You know, I do yeah. know that they are checking IDs. They do make sure that you know it's being used correctly. Um, I'm a member of D23. I don't know how many of you have heard of that, but Disney now has a fan club. Disney, in all the years that Disney's been around, has never had an official Disney club. And they inaugurated it this year as the inaugural year. And uh, they send special announcements to us for special tickets to things. And they are very sensitive about making sure you show your ID card, you show proof that it's you because your name's on the you know, on the membership card and all this. And the, one of the biggest reasons is because we live in a different time. These days you can get tickets and then put them on eBay. And some of these tickets that people attempt to sell go for a lot of – there's some really, really big Disney fanatics out there, bigger than you and I. I'm talking like borderline sick. And wow. so <laughs> – because believe me, I'm up there. You know, I'd wear the ears to bed if I could. I'm, I'm just the biggest <laughs> Disney fan. But, um, the, you know, going above and beyond that, there are people that would pay a lot of money for some of these, you know, special tickets. So because of that, they take extra care to make sure that you're the person you say you are and that this benefit is only going to the military. So. Well, that makes sense. That's yeah. really fair. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I think. And it's something that, you know, I've been talking about on Twitter with people that have been coming on is that you have to remember that, that travel discounts are an extension of your military benefits. Um, that's one of the reasons why you should take advantage of all the deals there is at ITT and that MWR puts out and uh, that you log on to our website and find out who out there, you know, next time you travel, uh, who out there is offering you discounts uh, above and beyond the military rate 
and uh, with added-ons, you know, like free breakfast or free upgrades, because you want to be able to take advantage of this. These are heartfelt offers. The people that write me, I absolutely love to get these emails from the travel industry because every single one of them thanks us for our service at the end of their email, saying we love to offer this to the military. Please put it out there that, you know, not only are we doing this, because, of course, you know, they benefit from it too. They fill rooms. They get money off of it, whatever it may be. But I've never known something like this to take place where you you know that the bottom line is not just the money. They're not doing it, you know, for that. They could offer, hey, everybody with the last name that starts with K, come get a room for $50. I mean, they'd still get people coming in in droves. But, no, this is something that's very special to the travel industry. They want to honor our men and women in uniform and their families. And, you know, it's an extension of our benefits. We need to take advantage of it and help the travel industry out in return by actually traveling. Have I gone on and on? No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> I'm having a – my computer kind of locked. Okay, so, um, Erica, so what can we find on your website this week? Well, we put up quite a few. Um, I should tell you we currently have almost 600 specials on discounts on uh, Guide to Military Travel. Oh, my God. I have an additional 450 I haven't loaded my closest competitor, and I hate to say competitor because we're all trying to help the military, but the closest website to me that has travel discounts, and they're, they're really not, they're more general, like it's not the same thing, but I, they have two or 300. By the time we launch on August 22nd, we will have over 1,000 um, discounts listed on our site, which is the largest collection of military wow. discounts you will find anywhere, um, including ITT. So, you know, we support, you know, and not saying anything against ITT, go out there, support them. That's a fundraiser for them. Uh, we want to help out our, our local uh, MWR and all that. But at the same time, we also want to save money. So we are having an official launch on August 22nd. Uh, it's a Saturday. What everyone says, well, what happens on that day? Nothing other than on that day the site will be complete. Uh, we're sending out press releases. We're doing interviews on different shows, including on, on yours the week before. And by then, by the week prior, we will be announcing uh, what kind of giveaways we're going to give for that week. So everybody that logs on, everybody that leaves a comment, everybody that joins the mailing list uh, will be eligible to um, win giveaways from That's the travel so industry. Exciting. I'm so excited for you. I think this is going to be great. Because I'm excited about great. it too. Yeah, yeah, and I, I hope people take yeah. advantage of it. Well, I think they will, Eric. I mean, you're, <laughs> you're right. You're the only one out there doing it. I mean, really. Well, it was now, a great way for you. Sure. I'm sorry. I have a quick question. Yeah. On your site, maybe you've, asked, you've said this and I totally spaced it out because I'm generally known for that. That's okay. Um, do you... Um, do you put the tickets that are also available at the ITT office, or is this is your site separate event activities, events? The this, this discounts that come to me are different than what goes through ITT. We have a lot of the same thing, like, you know, you will find the military um, offers at SeaWorld and the amusement parks and Disney are are offering on my site as well as if you visit your local ITT. I do not have ITT prices available online, and the reason for that is because a lot of people don't know this, but tickets are sold as a fundraiser for MWR. 
So in other words, if you buy, let's just say that one of you lives on the West Coast and one of you lives on the East Coast, and you're both going to Walt Disney World on a year where they're not giving free tickets. Okay, so Disney sells these tickets to MWR, or your ITTITA office, right? They sell them at, let's just say they give them all for $20. They don't, but let's just say. Um, then MWR has the right to then turn around and sell it to you for whatever price they want to make money for MWR. So it's very possible that if you buy a Walt Disney World ticket in, let's just say, uh, Naval Air Station San Diego or over at Coronado, you could pay, if the tickets were $40, you would pay $40 in San Diego to where if you buy it in Norfolk for the same park going the same week or in the same year, you're going to be paying $50. So I did learn that. (laughs) I learned that this trip because I was going to buy my tickets back home, but I was concerned about traveling with them my Disney tickets, uh-huh. um, that I would lose them. Yes. And um, so I waited to get here, and they were, t- they were $10 cheaper. They were $10 cheaper, I think it was. Exactly. And so because of that, I can't list prices because I would have to have a price list for absolutely every base in the, in the world uh, because every base is going to have a different price, and there would be no way. I'd run out of room to have the other deals that you don't get through, <laughs> through ITT. So... Ticket prices are not available through my site. Deals or promotions that the diff- different attractions are doing do. Now, remember, it's the same thing with hotels. When you get a hotel deal through ITT or MWR, it's the same thing. They give them a bulk set of rooms. It's just kind of like using Hotel.com. They get a bulk amount of rooms for a certain price, and they get sold to uh, MWR, and then MWR can turn around and add a you know, a $10 fee and so raise the price so that that's why you buy it through them so that it's a fundraiser for them. The thing that makes my site different is that you're going straight to the hoteliers. The travel industry has come to me and said, okay, Erica, right now we want to offer the military $50 per night. Well, I'm not adding to the price. I don't get anything out of this. Their listing is free. I'm not making money off of anything, which, by the way, brings me to the point that anytime you're visiting someone's site, mine or Wendy's or you know, Army sites or whoever site you're seeing, visit our sponsors because that is the only way that we're keeping this stuff up. It's the only way. We're not making money off of it. It's just paying the bills. And our sponsors are really important because it keeps these services and these fun things we get to do for free. But, yeah, when a hotel calls me of the Holiday Inn in Orlando is offering me $50, I turn around and tell you about it, and then you buy it from Holiday Inn. I have nothing to do with it other than to tell you about it. So I'm not adding to that price. I'm not using it as, as a, a way to, to make money for myself or for my site or an organization. So keep that in mind that that's kind of what separates me from the others. And I have noticed on your Yeah. Sorry, Marla. I was just going to say that. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. I have noticed that on your site that it does have some some really interesting, not just um, discounts and stuff, but travel tips. Um, yeah, well, we you have to remember, and that's the question I get almost every day, is first and foremost, I'm a journalist. This started as a military. I'm a military travel writer is what I do. I have a column that's syndicated nationwide in military uh, newspapers. So as a journalist, I have a different set of rules that probably, like if I was a mother blogging, I wouldn't have the same rules. 
I could do all sorts of things that would be lots of fun, but as a journalist, I can't. For instance, I just launched a product review section of my site where I'm going to recommend to you what products next time you go camping, what's the best tent to use, what's the best grill. You know, I just recently found the best stroller in the world. For if you I, <laughs> I just saw that, and I'm like, man, I wish I had had that stroller for this trip. Let me tell you, girl, it is fantastic. <laughs> I, 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 call, I call it my long-lost love. It's, it's, just, it's the Jovi uh, ultralight <laughs> stroller, and it's fantastic. But, see, I can do that because Jovi's not paying me to say that. I don't get money from them, you know, because of the fact that I'm a journalist. My ethics wouldn't allow me to accept money from it. Now, in some situations, and it's always noted on my site, I can have affiliates where I can say, well, hey, if you purchase it from here, they give me a dollar for everyone I I, I sell, but that's always listed on my site. So you know that ahead of time. And uh, and it's a dollar. It's not like your price goes up. It's just their way of kicking back something (laughs) to me, you know, so that I can keep my site open. But, yeah, the products, you know, same kind of thing as I, I have a set, different set of rules because of the integrity of the site. Because, once again, like, like Wendy said, you find articles on there. You find my travel articles. Uh, the column is published on there as well, as well as travel tips. Because, first and foremost, I'm a travel writer. I just happened to take a wrong turn somewhere. <laughs> and someone said, hey, you should post your, you know, these great deals you hear about on a website. And, and then it's turned into this. So it's been fantastic, and, and I hope it keeps growing. Well, I hope so, too. I think what you're doing is great. And that's why we keep wanting you back. So thanks for coming on. And we are going to have you back in a couple weeks, right? Okay. Yes, definitely. And, uh, I believe right before the launch on the, is it Tuesday the 16th? Yes. And um, that brings us to our next thing. And so what we're going to do, Erica, is we'll just keep you on the phone because we're about done. Okay. Um, but uh, we're we're going to have on, this is like good news, so that's why I'm going to keep you on. Okay. Um, Brian Brian McNamara from Army. <laughs> <laughs> now you ladies are going to behave yourself this time, right? No drooling. <laughs> or, I see. I know you were around. Oh my God, he's so cute, or anything like that, like last time. <laughs> <laughs> so you might have to share some airtime with Brian. And see, here's oh, you know, thing, if you've Marlo... got to share something with my, with Brian, and you're a married woman, airtime is the way to go. You know, so no problem. But I'm really excited about this. I, you know, I I'm already stumbling over my words. I'm already kind of like a little bit flushed. I'm like, gosh, you know. So so he's coming on the show, and then we hope to get Sterling Brown by the end of the Army Wife season. So that's what we have coming up. But um, so yes, that's what we have on the schedule. So we can't wait for you to come back and talk more about your site and your Yay. launch, and then we can talk Army Wives and Wonderful. have kind of like a, just a show full of fun and. Oh, and you forgot to tell them we'll have some giveaways. Oh some yes, great and giveaways. Eric, yeah, so Eric is coming back with giveaways, so you guys. I'm coming back with gifts. Yes. yes. Ooh. And they're good, too. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to tune in and find out. But maybe prior to it, we'll announce it on your newsletter that you send out to remind people to uh, to uh, come listen. So okay. definitely stay tuned for that. All right, Erica. Well, thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Thank you for having me, ladies, and we'll talk again soon, and, and I'll keep those deals coming. Okay. All right. All right. Take care. Good night. Bye-bye. Good, good night. All right, everybody. That was Erica. You can find her over at GuideToMilitaryTravel.com. She has got all kinds of um, discounts for you when you're starting to plan your vacations and weekend getaways. So, all right, Marla, we're about out of time. Like, we just have a few minutes left. I know. We've been, uh, we're crazed maniacs today. 
I know we are. We had so much going on. So um, I want to tell you guys, if you are on Twitter, you can find us at My Military Life. Our MySpace page is Navy Wife Radio. Our um, website is MyMillLife.com. That's got our social network where you can find and connect with other military spouses, whether you're a brand-new Navy wife or you've been around for a while, your first deployment or your 20th deployment. So head on over there. Request to be our friend or a member, and we will uh, approve you. Now, please, people, this is a family-friendly site. (laughs) We do not want you to say... I mean, crazy nonsense or have a picture with you half closed. We won't approve you. <laughs> Please respect the fact have, that children do sometimes encounter our computers that's right. and our sites. They're moms. We're kind of, yes. Okay. Enough said. Okay, so you want to everybody about our Facebook page. <laughs> Absolutely. You can find us on Facebook. Just search My Military Life. Um, and you can join us there. You can also um, email us if you have any questions or would like to um, suggest a topic or guest idea at Wendy or, well, Wendy at my, at this, at NavyWifeRadio.com or Marla at NavyWifeRadio.com. Yes, email us. Let us know what you think of the show. Um, I'm hoping to get on the McPons. I'm going to crash his calendar somehow. I'm going to get with his PAO, and hopefully if he's in my area this week, I hopefully I'll have some sort of message for you guys from him. Um, wish me luck on that. So I'm kind of jealous if you do <laughs> encounter him. I'm going to try. Craig told me that. And I said, how do you know? And he goes, what do you mean, how do I know? You think I wouldn't know? And I said, sorry, was that not nice? <laughs> anyway, so that's hopefully hopefully by next week I'll have some kind of fun news to report on that. Woohoo! Yes, yeah, so our show tonight was sponsored by AskTheChief.com, helping sailors by answering their questions since 2002. Somebody asked me that in the chat room. Uh, it's 2002, not 2001, and Navy Wife Radio started in, in um, what did I say? Uh, you said 2007, but I swear I've been listening to the show longer than that. Oh. Maybe it's somebody else. No? I don't know. We're about done. We're about we're about out of time. Marley, you want to do the disclaimer? Do you have that handy? Sure thing. We are not part of any official government agency, the Department of Defense, or the Department of the Navy. The views and opinions expressed expressed here are that are that of our own and do not reflect any Navy policy. Any advice we give is strictly that of the authors. Should you require professional counseling, please seek a qualified professional. Thank you for listening to Navy Wife Radio, and please visit us online at mymilllife.com, navywiferadio.com, or here for our archive shows at Blog Talk Radio, um, and for upcoming guest information. Yes, thanks, Marla. Thank you, Wendy. You have a great week. Talk to you soon. Okay, have fun. Have fun. I'll talk to you later. Good night, everybody. All right. About the only thing I do 
close. 